Hello again. This is the series of mini podcasts where Forest Flora hears from people about a plant or garden from their past, one they're involved with now and one they'd like to be part of their future in some way. Today we meet the writer, critic and academic John Day. He teaches English at King's College London. His essays and reviews regularly appear in national and international magazines and newspapers. And he's the author of two books, Cyclogeography, about his time as a bicycle courier, and Homing, about pigeon racing. He's also very involved in a community garden close to his home in Leighton. The first garden I ever fell in love with, it's a piece of land that um, my family, my, my mum's family own in Holland. Um, she's Dutch, they're Dutch. And it's really, you know, terrible soil, very dusty agricultural part of Holland. Um, and my grandfather planted a wood there 100 years ago, called, and it's called the Hexel. And it's, and it's mainly now quite mature, mixed forestry, but very small. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, not, it's hardly a forest, it's, it's hardly a wood. And my mum grew up there. She she lived there as a child, and, and and my cousins still do, and my aunt and uncle still do live there. And we used to go there every summer and spend the summer holidays running around this forest. And it was a great place to be a child because you could just wander into the woods and do what you liked. Um, but it has one tree at the middle of it, which is a weeping beech, an amazing huge tree that inside looks kind of like a cathedral or something. It's it's got these amazing limbs that come down from the top in the weeping manner and and encompass the whole area probably the size of a tennis court or so um, and I remember as a child seeing that tree and trying to climb it learning to climb it and hanging out underneath it and in fact a couple of my cousins have got married underneath it it's that big you can have a, a real kind of hippie wedding under it so that was the plant that I think the tree the the living thing that made the most uh the biggest impression of me on me when I was a, a child or when I was younger At the moment, we are at uh, a community garden called the Leighton Boundary Garden, and it's in E10 in Leighton in East London. And it's a garden that was started with a group of local residents and interested people um, who lived in the area, um, really kind of on a whim or by accident. We, we started gardening in some raised beds in a, in a playground next door to the, a, a site that was then disused. And we spotted that the council were kind of didn't have any plans for this area so we emailed them and asked if we could put a um a greenhouse up here and they said yeah and why don't you take over the whole site so it's it's not a huge area it's probably a quarter of an acre or so it's got a lovely wall running along one side of it and then fencing around the rest of it um unfortunately for our purposes it's it's tarmacked and concreted with quite thick concrete we discovered um but we've built some raised beds and, and smashed through the concrete in certain parts and then so for the past two years we've been growing mainly fruit and vegetables and um, food plants, but also we've built an area with um, some raised beds that have just some ornamental plants and flowers and things in them. And there's about 100 people or so involved in the garden. We're not really, you know, particularly officially organised body. We, we, we just meet here together. And, and, and when people see other people gardening, they inevitably get curious about what's happening and drift over. And soon enough, they have a trowel in their hand. So it's been it's been quite a gradual organic process of recruitment and evangelism that's gone on. So we meet together on a Saturday for a couple of hours and just have a gardening session together. And no one has their own individual patch. It's a community garden in, in, in the sense that we garden together and we also share the produce that we grow together. So it's a garden that's meant a lot to me because I'm not really a gardener, or at least I wasn't a gardener until 
I became involved with this project and I've learned what, what little gardening skills I now have, I've learned in this site and seeing it come together from nothing, um, seeing it grow, seeing the people who are involved with it come together has been really inspiring. And so I've, I suppose my, my genesis as a gardener has been very much, has very much begun in this place and has grown alongside this, this place and this space. And it continues to grow. We've got lots of plans to build more beds and to, to get rid of more tarmac and to, grow new plants and new varieties of vegetable so yeah the boundary garden is the garden that means most to me at the moment i suppose a garden i see myself being involved with in the future is obviously this garden i think i'll be the 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 community garden is now such an important part of, of my life that i will i hope continue to garden here for a long time and learn a lot more and we'll try and plant new plants and we'll try and develop the the, the site um put more beds in where we can um but it has given me a hankering for thinking about garden design a bit more i suppose gardens are one of those art objects if we can call them those one of those spaces that i haven't really thought about a great deal in my life so far and i am excited by the possibility of encountering them i guess the famous gardens you know there's 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 room for that kind of awe and you know, visiting Kenwood House, perhaps, or going to one of the great famous English gardens is something that appeals to me now in a way that it didn't do, you know, before I got involved with this garden. I think what gardens are for seems to change a lot depending on how you come to them, don't they? So for some people, gardens can be excluding places and exclusive places, places that have walls around them, places that don't feel particularly inviting. They feel private and, you know, personal and this is my garden and no one else is able to enjoy this garden. And that's, I think, something that perhaps puts, certainly has put me off and puts people off visiting the kind of gardens I just mentioned, the fact that they feel a bit austere and exclusive and you don't quite know whether you're allowed to visit them or how to behave once you have visited them. But of course, gardens are at their best, I think, you know, communal spaces. I think the vision of the community garden that we have here and what I found so exciting about it and inspiring about it is the way in which everyone really wants to have a look what you're doing everyone wants to be a part of it and everyone's willing to work towards a a collective vision of what a garden can be and so that kind of coming together of different people to take care of living things plants and, and but also to you know to get the benefit of doing that um has been not just materially not just collecting you know not just um you know digging the potatoes and getting food from them but it's such a satisfying, and I mean this in the best possible sense, mindless process gardening. The idea that you can just dig for a while to, to sort of, that you can just focus on that, think about nothing else that's going on in your life. And so my sense of a garden as a place that is healing in all sorts of ways, I suppose, is one that I would characterise all gardens as potentially being. And it's something that, as I say, I've only belatedly discovered. It's not been part of my life up until relatively recently. Thank you for listening. Forest Flora is a community interest company that showcases horticultural events and volunteering opportunities across the London borough of Waltham Forest. Mm-hmm.